Welcome back to another episode of Die Die Hard Minute. I am your uh, co-host this week, Rob from Titanic Minute. I'm joined as always by my good friend, Joe. Yeah. And uh, we are joined once again. We break all the rules here on Die Hard Minute. Our uh, our guest Meeks is back. Hi. Do you want to know what I was doing today? What were you doing today? I bet a large sum of money at a craps table, and I was rolling some die hard. (laughs) (laughs) That was better than your last one. Uh, Yeah? I enjoyed that one. Good. Um, There's plenty more where that came from. There should be tie-dye shirts that say die hard on them, though. Let's just make some. That's true. Man, we just gave away a, a an amazing product idea. Copyright. We're copywriting that, listeners. And if anybody tries to steal it, we'll come they after put you. down their hot pockets <laughs> and try and steal this idea. Um, that's, hey, so that's the best way to court listeners, right, is to insult them? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, um, that's what I thought. Minute, we're on minute 114, guys. I'm sure all you listeners are handsome or beautiful and intelligent. Mm-hmm. Much like your hosts. Yep. Um, we're on uh, minute 114 of Die Hard. In this minute, John kills Carl. Maybe. What? <laughs> Cliffhanger. Um, let's start with Hans and Holly, though. Hans and Holly are hanging out in the safe room, and... Uh, Hans has just been called a petty thief or a penny thief, depending on what you think is more insulting. And he's upset. Yeah. And he says he's going to move up to kidnapping. So here's what I... See how that's moving up. Like, he's trying to commit crimes far worse than that. Yeah, it's moving down. (sighs) I don't know. It's being pretty petty. I would rather... I would rather be... Like, is... So if you're a hostage, are you not kidnapped? Like what? And what? Have it, like what? How is she? How is this any more kidnapping than what's already happened? They've been under hostage for a while now. I don't. I mean, it's, aren't it's you? It's not kidnapping until the victim uh, falls asleep. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> One of two things. No, Joe's right. One of two things. Either the victim has to be a kid, or they have to fall asleep. Yeah. I mean, if you don't nap. Yep. Or you're, you're not just a, a host edge. Yeah. <laughs> why is it the age? I'm the sure age. Are, and I. Why isn't it kidnapping? Because you're nabbing somebody. Why is it kidnapping? Um. I mean, that's. A I'm good sure point. there's a really good answer to this, and I refuse to Google it. I think it's the sleeping thing you said. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because when be. you're kidnapping, you stay for much longer. Hostage situations are just. Hostage. Here's the, it, here's what I'm gonna say is the actual difference between the two. Hostage situations seem to me more often they just kind of happen, right? Like you're robbing a bank and then you're about to get caught and then you take hostages. But kidnappings are kind of pre-planned. And that's the whole point of them. It's like, I'm going to go steal this person, and I'm going to get money f- to give this person back. But hostages are like, I'm going to rob this bank, and I'm going to have some people around. If things go awry, then I'm going to ransom them off. So, But really, really what, what I want is, is the money, not the people. And and if you've if you've been detained, but it hasn't in, like interfered with your bedtime, you've really just been inconvenienced. That's being a hostage. Yes. Yeah. If if, you, if your bedtime is delayed so much that you're going to need a nap t- 
to make up for it, then you've been kidnapped. Do you think? Do you think um, maybe like in Kansas City, ever in the past, um, someone has ever broke into the hostess um, headquarters and took people hostage so they would be hostess hostages? Why I was do you like, know that it's in Kansas City? Why do you know that? I, I looked was, it up. I looked it up. I was you did like internet a, research to make a dumb joke. <laughs> I was kind of like a TV judge there. Where yeah. It was like, I don't know where you're going, or this better be going somewhere, Rob. But I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to make a bad joke and come off like a ding dong. A real ho ho. Yeah, so I wanted to make sure I really got that zinger in. <laughs> okay. You should be hung. You didn't want to look like a tree, real fruit pie in front of everybody. <laughs> you didn't want any fruit pie on your face. Uh, so I'm just gonna roll over and let you keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Roll over yeah, like I a snowball. That's all I got. That's all I got. So, I, this is my theory that Hans Gruber is related to Miss Manners, right? And he's he's really upset that this stranger goes up to him and is is insulting him in his place of work. So he's like, "Why? That's really impolite. Why would you do that? That's not." Part of common society, society, society. <laughs> be Talking. a decent, honorable person and just say I'm doing a good job. Be encouraging. Be supportive. Yeah. So if you, know you got, if you were taken hostage, would you just be kissing up to the criminals the whole time? Who's this question to? Both of us? But, well, Meeks primarily because of what he just said. But I guess both of you. Um, I don't feel like like I think. What would happen is in my head I would want to do that, but I don't feel like I'm capable of doing that. I would I would be like Holly, and I would just keep losing buttons on my shirt as the, <laughs> as the hostage system went on. Yeah. Do you, you think you'd be trying to distract them with your one chest hair? Because in this minute, because in this minute, like she might as well not even be wearing a top. Yeah, it's like, just all bra. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very possible that she's like, all right, I'm in a tough situation here. Let's see if these babies can get me out of it. Maybe she tried doing a kick, and that's why you don't do kicks. <laughs> it just pops your top. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe that's why Hans got so close. Maybe. But we don't see that. I mean, all that is like... Maybe that's why he's crawling, because he doesn't want to reveal anything, any kind of like a pants tent situation. Oh. (laughs) He has an erection. And that's why he's not thinking so clearly in the end. Oh, my God. (laughs) That makes sense. He's just like... He's like... The rest of the movie, he's like grabbing onto like books and stuff to... (laughs) Yeah, he's desperately looking for a textbook to put in front of him, but he can't find one, so he just crawls up to the board. It's like Hans, why are you not standing? Definitely not. I don't feel good. Here. Nothing's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Can I go home, please, or maybe perhaps to the bathroom for a good thirty <laughs> seconds? Oh gosh, because uh, um, he had to pee. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because maybe Holly's just kind of letting herself 
feel free because she's had to work with um, Harry Ellis all this time, and she didn't feel comfortable because he's such yeah, that a creep. Guy. Um, that guy. That guy, yeah. Uh, so John and Carl, a lot of kicks here by Carl. Chris Lambert. <laughs> yeah, a lot of kicks. A lot of, a lot of very graceful, uh, dancey-looking kicks. They're great. They're great, and they're effective until I mean, he gets too close not. to the chain. Mm. Which yeah. Which plays out just like the Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> Don't break the yeah, chain. Yeah, we know man. he's toast now because you can never break the chain. That's right. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> John, before the chain, though, John tells him that he's going to kill him, cook him, and eat him. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you were going to make a point. Were you going to make a point there? Because I have something well, off of that. We sort of learn as this movie goes on that he probably should have done that because um, Carl does come back because he didn't do any of those three things. Yeah, he didn't kill him, cook him. <laughs> he was 0 for 3. To be fair, I would have felt extremely confident that he was toast. If you were well, Bruce, or I mean yeah. John. Would, yeah. were, did you guys think about Big Lebowski at all in the scene? John is a liar. Um, no, no, I did not. What did? What do you? What part? Because he hangs him on the chain and then pushes him across. And oh, like, like Carl's the painting like, scene. Yeah, like Maude oh, from yeah. Big Lebowski. <laughs> I think that every time I see this scene now, because his arms are flailing, and I just think of. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, yeah. Um, what were you gonna say, me? I, I, I interrupted too. you. Um, <laughs> I so I think throughout the movie, subtextually. Uh-oh. They're yes, showing you good stuff. why uh, Holly would want baldness to divorce. Is okay. Why baldness is okay. Well, yeah. Clearly it is. <laughs> Clearly it's the best. This is Secondly, a bald man <laughs> taking a long-haired man and throwing him into a wall as if to do you, say... Meeks, do you see this as a... People with heads of hair do nothing for society. Meeks, did you see this as a, sort of a metaphor of leaving your youth behind? The bald man throwing the long-haired man up against the wall? <laughs> yeah. To kill him? That's Was what that I did. transitioning from adulthood, from adolescence to adulthood? Yeah. For the listeners out there, I used to be very haired. Very long-haired. <laughs> uh, and, and I went bald, and I didn't uh, accept it for a while. You were a bald man in denial. Yeah, I was a bald man in denial. I'd often say that I was staying even, that I lost a little hair. You should tell the story of the product you tried to use to stay uh, with Well, let me just say I think that the this listeners wasn't, would like to hear it as a cautionary tale. I didn't uh, look this up on my own, so I wasn't that desperate. But people were constantly like, "Hey." You're kind of bald, so like here's some suggestions. So there's some women I had worked with at the time that swore this product worked, and it was a gel <laughs> <laughs> called Baby Don't Be Bald. And it's called Baby Don't Be Bald because it was for <laughs> it was for babies. It was for babies. <laughs> and so. <laughs> So, like, if you have a bald baby and you want him to have hair faster, you're supposed to put this gel That's on That's an absurd thing, but continue Absolutely on. Absolutely insane. And it, well, I mean, Absolutely obviously. Insane. 
So, like, I didn't really give a good uh, fidelity try to this product because the problem was it's a gel, and when you have long hair and you goop all this gel in your hair, like, it gets really gross. Well, you don't put it in your hair, right? This you is put it okay. You don't have hair. I, well, I yeah, have but never... which is partially where hair is. Well, I have you never, ever <laughs> had access to the internet while Meeks has talked about this. And let me, I, this is for sale on Amazon. Okay. Baby, don't. And then it does not spell the word B. It has pictures of bees. Baby, don't be bald. <laughs> oh, like, Tri- like buzzing triple bees. strength. Yes. Hair and scalp nourishment for children ages 2 to 72 years old. What? This is clearly a joke product. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, so I never really tried it that much because you're supposed to leave it in overnight and I don't shower in the morning. So then I'd wake up with like goop in my hair and I was like, oh man, I can't get oh this out God. now. Like, no. So I never really tried it. But the thing I assume is that if you're a baby, eventually you're going to have hair. So everyone just assumes it works. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like as a baby, yeah, that's true. you're going to grow hair. So like, it's not the gel, people, that's giving your baby hair. It's, it's just it's nature. growing. Yep. Eventually it'll go away. Also, once my mom, who probably will be listening to this podcast, uh, so no offense, mom, but she got me a laser, a laser comb to <laughs> cure my baldness. It's worth it a try. Cost like two, it cost like $200. Oh, what? No. And I made her take it back because I was like, I, could, I can't in good conscience like, allow you to spend this money yeah. on me. So I'm not bald, but now I accepted it, and it was the best decision of my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to follow Larry David's lead and just embrace it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't have to spend money on haircuts. I don't have to worry about what I look like in the morning. It's great. Um, Anyways, back to the subtext. Yeah, they have so different I- formulas of baby. Don't be bald, guys. <laughs> there's a triple strength formula. There's a super grow, but it's spelled G R O. Super grow. <laughs> Listeners, if anyone tries baby, don't be bald. <laughs> oh, God, there's such a great Amazon question. What's the difference between the red one and the blue one? The top answer, the color of the jar. <laughs> okay, Meeks, you, okay. Have, you have a point. We, we've, My we've point is... I'm sorry. This is just so incredible. My point is that if the, if you're going bald, there's lots of options. Uh, you can throw a guy into chains. You can put gel in your hair, laser combs. Yep. No, but <laughs> my larger point is that uh, subtextually, I think you see all the reasons why Holly would want to divorce John McClane in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. Like when he's fighting okay. this guy, he's going a step above just like survival. When he is... You see how r- rage-filled he is. And he's like, I'm going to eat you, and I'm going to cook you, and all those things. And he does that all the time. So clearly, he's a man that is full of like rage, right? Yep. You see how lusty he is when he gets off the plane, and he's like, yep. hey, California girls. And then he's always like, touching the calendar, that, that naked calendar, picture yeah. lady. Yeah. yeah. He's super stubborn. He's sarcastic, emotionally unavailable. I mean, why would you want to marry that guy? I wouldn't. I'd want she, to wants to marry Hans, she, she wants to marry Hans Gruber. That's why she unbuttons her blouse. Yeah, oh. clearly he's he's much more polite. <laughs> cool accent. Yeah. 
well-trimmed um, beard. Is is he supposed to be German, by the way? He kind of. He yeah. changes his mind from scene to scene about how <laughs> German he is. Can, can we just go, to touch on the fact that he got shot? And and there's like no blood on his back, and he and he's he puts the guy in a headlock with the same arm where his shoulder got shot. It's like the whole what what everyone says they love about this movie is that it's just he's like an, an everyday everyman. dude. He's not like a Superman. He was just shot and blood sprayed all over a door, mm-hmm. and he shows no ill effects immediately afterwards. This is just adrenaline, Joe. Yeah. I mean, you've never been shot before, and <laughs> just just good been point. So I guess how would it, what would I know? Yeah, yep. <laughs> been, um, like it gets you really pumped. I just I think it's a mistake to have him get shot. Like it doesn't really serve a purpose. I don't. I don't really. I actually that. would agree on that. He, there doesn't. It doesn't help the scene that he gets shot. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'll concur. Um, so Carl here, he we think he's dead, but for now he just sort of hangs out here. Which is how in the world, <laughs> how in the world does he survive that? He hangs in there. <laughs> and then we we see him later in the movie at the end when he learns that family matters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It does. It um, does. This minute then goes over to the Johnsons in the helicopter. Um and you know we have like the older John's like this is like Saigon, hey slick. <laughs> Just like everybody in charge of anything in this movie is like the most incompetent boob imaginable. Well, this is true. Also, um, I think his hat's on backwards at this point. What is the oldest that you can have your hat backwards? I mean, I'm hoping it's pretty old, personally. <laughs> I put that to the test <laughs> once a week or so. Yes, yeah, yeah. Please, Rob, that would hit a little too close to home. Okay, we'll move on. Because you can't. <laughs> um, Listen, you then, can't shoot a sniper so rifle with your hat on the right way. You could just take your hat off. No, man, that's not cool, though. <laughs> that's not cool. Um, Maybe he's bald and he has anxiety about it. Yeah. Mm, another, Maybe this another. whole movie is about balding men mm-hmm. with and their with, anxiety uh, issues about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and give him some baby. Don't be bald. <laughs> uh, All right. I think we. we, we I have a story. Stop. All right. I have fine. a story. Okay. Can I wait so, for happy hour? Because we're going over twenty minutes already. Yeah, we're almost done. Uh, so All Agent right. Johnson is played by Robert Davi, D-A-V-I, and yeah. I. The story I tell, I'm not sure how factual it is, but I read it online. Let's assume it is, okay? Arnold Schwarzenegger and him were very close friends. Okay. And awesome. he watched Davy's performance in Die Hard together. They watched it together. And when Davy came on the screen saying, who's in charge? And Robinson says, I am. And Davy responded, not anymore. Arnold looked over it and remarked about how heroic he was because it seemed that he was going to come in and save the day. And little by little, obviously, this FBI Johnson character doesn't. When Arnold realized that Davy's character was really a high-strung and incompetent jerk, he was very disappointed in Davy for not being the hero of the film. <laughs> Why? Well, how is it his fault? Arnold! Arnold! That's not... That can't... 
did Arnold know it was a movie? Did Arnold think it was real? I don't know. Or like, yeah, did he not why stand? Did you do, why like, did you not do more to save those people? Yeah. 20-25%. <laughs> like... What, wreckage. What, what was Arnold watching for the rest of the... Like, Did he not know who the main character was? The entire time he filmed True Lies, he's like, I will make sure no innocent men are hurt. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's all I have, guys. I also minute. love how the, right, cop, so what, what, the, the chief in that scene is like, there's something weird going on here. <laughs> it's like, oh, what you we think learned, so, buddy? So, listeners, what you got out of this episode is that Arnold thinks every single movie is a documentary. Yes, he and Baby Don't Be real. Bald might not work if you're a man in his 30s. Yeah, but laser combs, who knows? <laughs> yes. So, um, we're going to start a GoFundMe for Meeks' laser comb? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's pay his mom back? Yeah, we're going to give it a try. <laughs> it's ridiculously expensive. Just to oh. shoot lasers into your bald scalp. Baby, don't go broke. <laughs> I just keep thinking of Dr. Evil. I've got a cone with freaking lasers on it. <laughs> I'm doing such bad impressions in this I episode. Know. We need to stop. We need to okay. stop. Okay, well, we're done. We're done. Meeks, thanks a lot for being on. Oh, yeah, no problem, guys. No and problem. Uh, I'll try not to die Joe hard be between to- now and the next time we meet. Yes, Joe and I will be back uh, tomorrow uh for happy hour and until then go to diehardminute.com find out more and if you enjoy us thank you yeah titanicminute.com to listen more where meeks will will be on there and you can hear some uh two meeks episodes on tombstoneminute.com yeah and hopefully uh the host won't be burping the whole time (laughs) getting ready for happy hour move over it's fine we'll be back tomorrow For minute 115 of Die Hard. (laughs) All right, fellas. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.